Hey, welcome to Wednesdays in the Word. It's always a, just a pleasure to be able to come to you on Wednesdays and just share some principles from the Word of God. Hey, if you want to learn more about uh, what we do, you can go to drstandycoven.com, booksbyvision.org, or vision.edu, especially if you have a heart to study and prepare yourself for greater service in the kingdom of God. Hey, today I want to focus uh, in a two-part series we're starting. Why? Because I don't think I can get through part one well enough, and so I'm going to do it twice. But this one is on our mental health. Now, let me just give you a, a little background, because uh, I do have a little bit of knowledge about issues related to mental health. Number one, I was raised in a crazy family, so that should qualify me right there. But I've also had a little bit of education and training in the area of mental health. I mean, bachelor's, master's, PhD, licensed therapist, and all that. Now that's just, you know, most of you are well aware of that, but for those of you that aren't, I don't just preach and teach, but I do still have a small counseling practice. I, I still stay active in that area. And I recognize that especially over the last few months, I mean, the pressure on people uh, in terms of the, the stress from COVID, from political and geopolitical problems and all of that, it, it's really, it's taken a toll on a lot of people's self-image, on their overall mental health. And so I wanted to just share some thoughts with you about how to really um, strengthen, if you will, your mental health to, to help you to be able to you know, deal with the depression, the anxiety, the noise. I mean, there's so much crazy noise out there in social media, through, through television, etc. And we have to learn how to deal with that. So this part one is going to be really dealing with some of the theological, biblical, if you will. And the second part, I want to deal with some things that are really very practical that I hope will help you to deal with your mental issues. I mean, I look in the mirror every day and I counsel myself and I say, be good today. Well, actually, I don't do that. But anyway, some people do. And of course, they're normally in a hospital. But that's another story. So what I want to focus on is things that can help you with your mental health, maybe your family and maybe your church, etc. So... I want to look at starting with Colossians chapter 3, one of my favorite passages of Scripture, and I want to read, the, it's going to be 17 verses, so I hope you'll hang in with me on that. Verse 1 says, if then you have been raised up with Christ, and I think most of you, if not all of you have, or that are watching this, you have a relationship with the Lord, you have been raised up with Christ. Now part of that raised up means that we have resurrection life living within us, and one of the things that helps us to think more clearly is to remember where we're at. We'll talk more about that in a moment. But we're in Christ. Christ is in us. That is our hope of glory. And it's something we really have to remind ourselves of and hang on to. He says, keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. And of course, we're seated in the heavenlies in Christ. We're far above principalities, powers, and workers of darkness, etc. We all know that. But it's, it's something to remind yourself that, remember, to it, sometimes you got to just sit down. I'll, I'll talk more about that as we go. It says, set your mind on the things above. Set your mind. Make a, a, an absolute determination that I'm going to focus my attention on what I know to be truth from the Word of God. One of the things that can really help us in our thinking, in our mental health, if you will, 
is to think about the things that are good and just and right, etc., like it talks about in Philippians chapter 4. I mean, we need to, to make sure we set our mind on things that really are important that matter, not on the things that are on the earth, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. So the fact that we're dead should, means we really shouldn't take ourselves all that seriously. And that's one of the problems. I mean, I think, I, I hear from people all the time, they're, they're so focused on the, the fear of COVID. Is COVID going to seep through and get, get us? I mean, it's like you can't go to a restaurant. But, you know, the good thing about COVID is it knows that if you're sitting in a restaurant, um, you're sitting at a table, you can take your mask off because the germs can't get you while you're at the table. Yeah, anyway, I don't know how that works. But, you know, the fact is that people are filled with all kinds of fear instead of placing their trust in God and His goodness. Now, at the same time, we should use common sense and, you know, be careful and be judicious about how we live. And, you know, if you're, if you're sick, stay home. You know, I know I was probably one of the worst offenders of that for years. If I'm sick, I'm going to work, glory to God. And I would tell people, if you're sick, you ought to come to church because Jesus is the healer. Well, you know, times change, situations change, common sense, maybe a little wisdom. Anyway, he goes on here. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ and God. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him. Therefore, consider the members of your earthly body as dead to immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, greed, which amounts to idolatry. For it's on account of these things that the wrath of God will come, and in them you also once walked when you were living in them. Now let me just summarize that a little bit. I mean, you know, there's old patterns of life. Many of us that were not born into the church, if you will, or born again at birth, if you will, uh, we, I mean, you know, we had some sin life prior to coming to know Christ. And under stress, it is common for people to regress to old ways of doing things. I mean, you know, it's kind of like, a, you know, a new child comes into the house and suddenly the, the toddler that was walking and, and potty trained suddenly is no longer potty trained and wants to crawl. Well, it's a regression. I want to know that I'm still special to mommy and daddy. It's transitory. Most kids get through it very quickly. But, you know, it's natural under stress for us to regress, to go back to old ways. Paul said we need to learn to put off those old ways. Why? Because there's, a, there's always a higher way in God to think. There's always a better way uh, as we study Scripture than the way the world wants us to do things. And so there's certain things we need to get rid of. But now you also put them all aside. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive speech from your mouth. Don't lie to one another since you laid aside the old self with its evil practices. You know, some things need to be, you know, let go of. There's some things we need to remember, some things we need to forget. And in our time and season, we need to, to remember the goodness of God. We need to forget about some of the things that have happened in the past and Choose not to go on that path, but continue to keep our eyes focused on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. He goes on to say, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created him, a renewal in which there's no distinction between Greek and Jew, circumcised, uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, freeman, but Christ is all and in all. And... 
So as those who have been chosen of God, holy, beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving each other, whoever has a complaint against one another, just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you, and beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity, and let the peace of Christ, which passes all understanding, rule in your heart to which you indeed have been called in one body and be thankful. Verse 16, then we'll finish with that, is let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Now let me just summarize a few thoughts from this. And again, next week we're going to talk about the practical part, and I know you want to get to that. Because, you know, it's nice to know that, yes, God's with us, Yes, we should keep our mind on him. We understand that. But hey, you know, look, we got to keep seeking above. It's something that we determine every day to set our mind on him and to, to remember our position. We're dead, but we're alive. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. We are alive in Christ. You know, every day is a good day. That's why we can wake up in the morning and instead of saying, oh, good Lord, it's morning. It's good morning, Lord. Hey, this is the day the Lord has made. I might, if I feel like it. No, I will rejoice and be glad in it. That's what Paul is simply recommending to the church in Colossae. It's what he's recommending, if you will, to the church of today. Yes, life seems to be out of control in so many ways. But whoever said you were supposed to be in control? God's in charge. He knows what he's doing. You can trust him each day. So consider a few things. Remember who you are. You're chosen from the foundation of the world. You're holy. You don't have to work on holiness because it's not about our holiness. It's about Jesus' holiness. And you are loved by choice. And because of that, you can choose then to live your life in a way that is pleasing to God and a blessing to others. Now, again, all of this really comes down to choice. We have choices to make. And in the midst of our circumstances, when stress comes, patterns that we've developed over time tend to emerge. That's why folks that are already fairly disciplined increase their discipline. Those folks that spend time in the Word will often increase their time in the Word, increase their time of prayer. And what I'm suggesting to you is that in this time and season, I mean, we need to have, we have the mind of Christ, but we need to function, as it were, from that place where Christ's thoughts become ours. God is good. He loves us. And you know that. And he wants us to learn to walk in that love, walk in his grace, live in his truth. Hey, so next week we're going to talk about some practical things, also based somewhat on this passage of Scripture. So until then, God bless.